to part three, episode 10, The Thrilling Conclusion. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. The party is down. Some valuable resources in terms of, like, you know, cure moderate wound spells, but they can still survive, hopefully. But where we left off was initiative was about to be rolled once again. Because there's more ghouls to be had. So let's see, Yala rolls an 18, Gretch rolls an 8. Merch gets a 10. Zabas gets a 12. And Aisha gets ever closer to her goal. Uh, ghouls, 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 ghouls. Pop, pop, pop. I believe, uh, da, da, da. A plus two to initiative. If I'm remembering correctly. Yes, indeed, a plus two. So let's go from top to bottom like we usually do. 17. Eighteen. Well, I'm going after Yaller, I believe. Yep. Twenty. Well, I was going before Yaller. Nope. Go up there. There you go. And 15. Slight bit of clumpage, but this is fine. So the ghouls snarl and make their way forward and goes to bite merch and misses. Y'all are has line of sight on the thing which needs to make a fortitude save and fails so she word strikes it for eight The other ghouls uh, <clears throat> the other ghouls, two of them go out a different exit, uh, having to make or no, I, I, I could have had a move, uh, 
another 30 feet. Uh, having to make climb checks in order to not slip and slide all about. And the other one is also fine. Can't really move too much past that since he is, uh, they are double moving. The one in front of Merch, though, is in a bad spot. Because Merch swings his club, but doesn't connect. Zava sees the other two ghouls, chucks a bomb at one of them. Um. That'll definitely dispose of it. Uh, as direct hits usually do. Uh, the other one needs to make a save. A reflex save. And makes it so he's taking 5 damage. Uh, Gretch whips out that pew pew. Whips out that wand of magic missiles and actually rolls a max damage, so it's, that's a five, which equals one dead ghoul. Um, I'll get out and remove him and remove that one. So it'd be back up to Yaller who moves and barks out another word uh, but this one's safe so he's taking half uh, so that's four damage that's unfortunate that he saved because that would have killed him but he uh Makes his climb check. Climbs up to uh, Merch and begins biting. Actually, I think I still have it here. Yep, plus three. Begins biting but does not find Pratchis. The other one gets on his other side. I'm gonna hold on. There we go. And unleashes two claw attacks. But also does not find purchase. Merch, not one for tactics. Just goes for the guy in front of him. And bludgeons him with a meaty 11 damage. This thing's busted and bloody. And Zabas just kind of reaches around. Well, actually, no. Um... No, yeah, he, he's running low. Well, he's not running that low. He's going to expend another one. But toss it onto the ground at Merch's feet, ignoring Merch. And two reflex saves. Um... One of which 
they both meet, so they take five, but that's enough to kill them. Um, and at this point, Aisha would be at the door, and she's just starting to, like, uh, bust down the, try and bust down this heavy stone door, but it's gonna take her a bit. Merch. Goes to the slope and has to make his, uh, climbing check. But, which he has a, uh, circumstantial bonus to, I believe. Thanks to his, his competence bonus. Thanks to his claws of the ice bear. So I'll add plus two to this once it's rolled. A total of that to a seven. So he, he makes it. But he also sees undead goblins. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? What much? There's go goblin ghouls. Or something. Great, great. Um, and you know what, since it is like right after that. Um, actually, no, it, it, uh, Gretch would actually see this since she's, like, moving ahead. Um, but still sort of same interaction. Um, Uh, so she moves up to here and uh, oh, I need to roll uh, for the ghasts which go on uh, plus five to initiative so let's go from the top of the ramp to the bottom of the ramp okay that's a 15 um These guys would start going um, on the next uh, after Yaller, basically. Um, or before Yaller, in some cases, since this one has rolled a 21. Oops. Um, oops. Uh, this one. Rolled a 10. He has, I believe, more than Merch. Since Merch has a 3 and they have 5. This one rolled an 11. Okay. Why did Zaba send up here? There. Okay, so Gretch sees this, relays that there are undead, and lets forth a mighty pew. 
um, at the nearest one, which is a two. And uh, these goblin, these undead goblins, then their climb plus six. Okay. I'll be making their way up. He double moved, but he is in Merch's or in Wretch's uh, line of sight. I'm just gonna start moving corpses out of the way. Uh, time for more fortitude saves, but this boy has higher fortitude than the previous ones, and he will take half. they quite easily make their climb checks, unfortunately. Uh, and this one's gonna bite at Gretch, but not find purchase. Um, so this is gonna move up and chuck bombs. Definitely connecting. Uh, and let's roll reflex. Nine takes ten whole points of fire damage. Uh, climb check. And double move actually no hold on um well no it, it is a rather steep slope so they will need time to get up there wow just barely made it his climb check runs up shoves his way through and with righteous fury fury of the small one might say clubs aghast to death did I say ghast? oops I meant ghoul doesn't matter Gretch sees incoming and a pew from the wand of magic missiles is heard. It's canon. It makes that noise. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, it could. Who knows? Um, the same one needs to make 
fortitude save and saves so we'll take half from the word strike not a whole lot of damage being done to him Uh, Zabas will save bombs because he doesn't want to hit Aisha, but he will, um, he'll, he'll fire at the one coming up the ramp. Uh, which will hit with the natural 20, natural 19. Um, 19 on the confirmed, though, doesn't confirm because these bad boys have 20 AC, so... Only four damage. You hate to see it. It's like, hey, you just barely missed on a crit confirm. It's like, what are you doing? gets up into melee range with Merch, which is a bad idea because Merch is just going to keep swinging. But misses, though. Uh, Gretch, do you got any good spells? Nothing that will really work against Undead, unfortunately. But she does have I want a magic missile with 21 charges in it. Um, and, I mean, Yaller still does have like 14 rounds of Bardic performance, so she's going to keep at it. And just sing people to death. It's a little weird, isn't it? Just have them sing to people to death. Um, Zabas lets loose another bolt after reloading, but misses. Uh, this goblin, undead, now in melee range, and only used one. Uh, a singular move action, so he's gonna unload with some claws and only one finds purchase. Um, and does the exact same amount of damage as a uh, as a wand of magic missiles, <coughs> which is <coughs> which is to say, uh, 1d4 plus one, causing merch to make a fortitude save against paralysis. Which he aces. I should have minimized his thing because he's also gonna just unleash a mighty smack of eight damage, followed by another missile of four. 
And if this boy doesn't make that fortitude save, he's gonna be hurting a whole bunch. He makes his fortitude save, but he still could be hurting. Uh, I mean, four damage. He's almost dead. Zabas is just gonna. Zabas <clears throat> is going to make his climb check. Um, rolls low, but still gets it. Goes over to the other side for flanking. And just beats the crap out of him with a natural 20. That's three damage because he rolled minimum. So that's a one doubled. Um, plus one, which is exactly what he needed. Uh, Aisha has not busted through the barrier. Um, I'll say it probably takes like two rounds to get down to where she is. Uh, but actually, does Yaller have cure moderate? Uh, she does not. So, Gretch will heal. Merch with a cure light. Six health, every bit helps. Um, Zavis will move down. He'll start to move down. <clears throat> He'll start to make his way down the sloping ledge, but will instead have to make an acrobatics check now since he slips and oh boy um so he slips and tumbles um So he's going to take 2d6 points of damage for this round of falling, which is a neat 7. Um, Merch will rush after him. Uh, not before 
Cure Light Wounds is given from Yaller. Giving him 11 health back. Uh, Gretch. Your turn. Let's go. And then followed by Yaller's movement. But she can only... Uh, since I'm counting this as a turn each, she can only do um, 25 feet of movement. Zombus needs to make an acrobatics check to stop himself from tumbling. And he tumbles past Aisha. You know, I realized I'm, I was looking at the thing wrong, but it's fine. Uh, he takes another deep six of damage and plunges into the water below. Where he makes a uh Swim check. Actually, hold on. Okay, hold on. Knowing that there's another pathway, they would have gone. I'm gonna refund. I'm gonna do a refund, re redo. Because they can see, they they can see. They have eyes. They have eyes. I don't. I'm I'm blind as a fucking bat. Anyways, um, okay. So Aisha is trying to bust down the door. And I believe... Gretch has the key. Does she have the key? The laboratory. Um. Yeah, no. The the brass key opens up uh, this one. If I remember correctly. Yep. Unlocks the stone door. Okay, 
Gretsch will go up and uh, match. Can you? Actually, no. She'll probably misconstrue this, so I'm just going to go over and she sort of squeezes in a little bit between Aisha and the door, and Aisha pauses, and she unlocks the stone door, which Aisha just rips open. And charges in. And Merch follows swiftly after. Um, well, let's get the fuck in there then. Fuck. Uh, upon seeing... Upon getting into the room, they see... A horribly... A different Aldern that... Than one would expect... Um, if they were the previous party. Uh, they see a man who's turned into a ghast. And he turns to look at them and goes... Ah... You live... Good... Good and good. For now I shall have the reward of... Tasting your heart while it is yet warm. And it appears that you have brought my wife with you. Well, I shall have to put two things to rest now. I wonder how your deaths will affect your friends and family. What things might you have done that will go unfinished? What will those broken promises spawn? How will your murders shape the world? And at this point, Aisha goes, You murderer! <clears throat> and initiative must be rolled for everybody. Starting with the goblins, because that's what I do. I start with the goblins. Yaller rolls a 14. Gretch. Rolls a 15. Oh ho. Merch. Who's just barely in the range of the stink. Rolls a 17. Zabas. Rolls. A 12. Okay. The goblins have clumped. Um. Did it say? No, it didn't say. It just gives me your health. Okay. Thankfully, I still have Revenant up, so I know exactly what her stats are, including 
her plus seven initiative. Aisha rolls a ten, putting her currently at the bottom. And the man that once was Aldrin Foxglove rolls a fifteen, putting him at a hard second on the initiative order because he has a nasty plus 10 initiative. So, his stink um uh, let me bring up sickened sickened Conditions. Sekened. There we go. Minus two penalties on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. But that's if Merch doesn't make his fortitude save. Son of a bitch. Um, well... Actually, hold on. I'm gonna re-roll that because he is raging. As, as his, uh, standard. I keep forgetting what action it is to start a rage. Enter a rage is a free action. So, he's going to do that, and then he's going to roll. Um, not any better. Okay. He is... Sickened. Where? Here is Sickened. Sickened. And he's gonna he's gonna rush in, and by that I mean move five feet and start clubbing after I. Doot, doot. There we go. Clubbing. Ooh, that's a mess. I'm afraid. Yeah. Let's see here. What does Elden have? Not much. Not much, not much. He does have a War Razor, which is like a longer version of a, um, like a, like an old-timey straight-edge shaver. Um... So this is going to be fun because Merch rolled up into uh, melee range. Uh, he's going to get just a barrage of shit. A slice of the War Razor that hits. Um, a bite. Which misses. Um, and a claw attack. Which also misses. So the War Razor... Thankfully, you know, not as bad. All things considered, it's D4. Plus it doesn't, you know... Doesn't do any of the paralysis and disease stuff. Uh, Gretch... Goes, gets into the stink, 
makes a fortitude save, fails the fortitude save, so she is also sickened. Um, but she's gonna take out that bone fetish of hers and rattle it in uh, in Fox in Aldern's direction, casting Bone Shaker. Um. Okay, Aldern needs to make a fortitude save. And he fails. And Gretch grins and pulls him forward. Um, since he's undead, he doesn't take any damage. But he is moved. He is moved forward. Uh, to, uh, towards Aisha. Um, but that also moves his stink. So Zabas needs to make a fortitude save. Um, I believe he has Pustular, which, whenever he's subject to a, an effect that causes Sickened, he can make two saves to avoid the effect. Uh, taking the better of the two saves. So... That comes into play. One, two. He's going to take that first one, which was a 23. He's fine. Um, oh, right. I should have rolled. Um, not that it matters for this, because I doubt. Uh, okay. So, uh, merch will be sickened for nine minutes. Let me... Write that down. Nine minutes of sick. Gretch will be sickened for seven minutes. Though I mean like, that's like, that's, this fight won't take that long. It'll take It'll take a bit, maybe, but it's not gonna take, you know, seven minutes. Um, Yaller is going to start her, uh, Blazing Blades song, and Zabis is going to, well, here's the thing with the Revenant. Once they are, um, I need to check undead traits just real quick. Uh, okay, I need a mind effect in case so her shriek would not, um, affect, uh, Aldern. But, um, and this is fun. Um, she's going to be, even if she gets damaged, she's going to mostly be focusing on, uh, Aldern. Um, 
not that not that he knows that, but Zavis is going to chuck a bomb straight at Aldern. Not really caring if Aisha gets caught in it. Um, 14. 14 to hit. That misses. Um, wow. That misses, and Aldern must save against... Must do reflex save. Undead immune paralysis. Yes. Okay. Um, he fails that save, so he will take ten damage. Um, Aisha will make a uh, also make the save. Um, here we go. And because she is with the, the source of her obsession, she also fails. Um, but she is subject to uh, a haste effect. Um, and... Because of that, you know, she's got, you know, higher AC, uh, plus one on attack rolls and dodge bonus AC and reflex saves. Um, and she gets one extra attack as part of a full attack. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be fun. And she is going to do full attack on Eldern. So, three claw attacks against him. Yikes, yikes, and yikes. Okay. Um, two of them hit. Uh, so, that is 1d8 plus 7. So, that is uh, 20 damage to Aldern. Uh, and she gets to make a grab attack, um, for both of those. Doop, doop. Oh, yeah, no, she grabs him with the second one. Or the second one that lands, I should say. Um, yeah, no, he's got a, a 33... Gets over his uh, CMD. And she pulls him close and goes, ah, Together in life, together in the grave, Aldrin. <laughs> appears I will have to take care of you first, then. Uh, meanwhile, Merch goes around behind the man and uh, grappled. So that's all sorts of good fun stuff.
Okay, minus four on decks. Boy, oh boy. Okay. So that's... Okay, he's at like a slightly lower AC. Only slightly. But he... Uh, no, that meets. With flanking, that meets. Um... Because uh, Elder now has 21 AC. Merch rolled a 19. Plus 2 from flanking. 21, baby. Gonna beat this man's ass. Um, the Defender. Shall... Full round attack with minus two to everything. He's going after Aisha. Um, so the War Razor. Uh, that'll hit. Uh, the Bite. Does that suffer? Um, Yeah, no, this will suffer from the minus two. Uh, the bite and the claw. Um, so the claw hits and uh, the war razor hits. So, thankfully, she is immune to paralysis. Uh, okay, 1d4 plus 5 for the war razor. And 1d6 plus 2 from the claw. So War Razor is an 8. Claw is a 5. That's um, fun. Because, well. Oh, unfortunate. She's got DR5. Overcome by slashing, though. And both those are slashing. So she's taking full damage. So that's 13. Points of damage to I to Aisha. Am I doing the right thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Um, Gretch will make matters worse and cast. Um, she is in melee though. The Defender. Uh, can he make attacks of opportunity? I think so. Yep, I, I believe he still can do attacks of opportunity, um, which means she is uh, 
She's rolling the dice on this one. So, he's gonna swing at her with the War Razor, first and foremost. Um, which will not hit, which is good. Um, just barely misses. As she looks at Aldern and with an even more wicked grin than when she pulled out the bone fetish. She looks at him and goes, Alden Foxglove, you have committed many crimes in your lifetime. But now that you are dead, you are a cursed soul and casts bestow curse uh, upon him. So he has to make a will save. Um, oh, wait, she has to do a, a, a melee touch attack. <laughs> and rolls a natural 20. Okay. All right. Um, let me just make sure that... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, this is not a mind-affecting effect. It is a curse. Well, actually, let me just double-check real quick. Bestow curse. Yep, nope, it's a curse. There's a big old curse. Alright. Cool, cool, cool. This is about to be fun. Real fun for Eldern. Okay, he needs to make a will save. Whew. Um. Alright. Moment of truth. 20 plus 9. He fails! Rolls a 12 D on a DC of 16. He rolled a 12. And he is cursed. Now, the fun thing about Bestow Curse. Uh, you can choose one of the three following. Minus 6 to one ability score. Can't do that to... Um, well, at, at the very least, can't do that to uh, his um, physical scores. So it, it would work if he had, like, you know, low int or whatever. But he's he still retained all of his faculties from when he was alive. Um, and it would have worked a lot if he had, like... If, if, if his decks could have been affected since he has weapon finesse and all that. So, that's out of the question. Minus four penalty on attack rolls, saves, ability checks, and skill checks. That's pretty good. Um, that's pretty good. But, uh, the one that's the real nasty one is each turn. 
the target has a 50% chance to act normally. Otherwise, it takes no action. You can also invent your own curse, but, you know, that, that last one, that's the nasty one. And that's what Gretch is going for. Uh, so, yeah. Y'all are... Oh, oh, no, he did. Oh, uh, no, wait, he did hit. Um, I forgot to add in OD4 for, for uh, Blazing Blades. Let's check to see if that hasn't gone up at all. Oh, it's a 2d4 now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's add 2d4 to Merch's damage that he did. It was 2 damage total. Cool, cool, cool. Yar will cast a spell. Um... She will cast Summon Monster 2. Um, and she will summon a What will she summon? Okay, Summer Monster 2. Uh, Scooby-Doo-Doo. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's get a Goblin Dog in here. But because of her fire music feat and ability, um, the... Summoned creature. So, oops. So she summons a goblin dog, uh, which I must find a. Job. Actually, um. Yeah, goblin dog. Slap that bad boy down. Um. Let's do Celestial, sure. Um, it has to make its own fortitude save as it gets in there. Um, it is sickened, so it'll take minus two on attack rolls. Um, not that it matters, but... It is also on fire. Um, and it is here for like a couple rounds. Um, yeah, some of the monsters like a round per level, so level five. It's here for like five rounds. Uh, and moves on her turn and deals fire damage. Um, it deals an extra bit of fire damage. Uh, plus one fire damage on all its natural attacks. Because she is using Blazing Blades, um, it, that's additional fire damage um, as well. And it will try 
to uh, bite, and it's gonna pump a smite good into or a smite evil into this. Um, doesn't have any real additional damage to it, uh, but here we go. Uh, 1d20 plus 4. Gonna miss. Unfortunately. Zabus. Zabus is gonna do what Zabus does best. In this situation. And he's gonna use the last of his bombs. Cracks it right on Aldern's head. Um, and Aldern, who's grappled, also. Uh, that's fun. Fun for him. Uh, fails his for his reflex. And uh, Aisha. Who's now. Uh, also grappling fails hers as well. Well, no, he uh, he didn't need to make a reflex. Um, Aisha needed to make a reflex. My bad. So she takes ten damage. Uh, but Aldrin, who just had a bomb exploded on his head, he takes fucking fifteen damage. Yes, fifteen full damage on his face. Uh, the grappling, the grappling. Hmm. Attacker's turn. Does the attacker grab? Doop doop doop. Okay. Uh. Oh right. Um. She's gonna maintain the grapple. Uh. And. So initially she like grabbed him by the lapels. Uh. But now she's going to. Her hands are gonna slide around. Into. What at first seems like a loving embrace. Then she's going to start squeeze, trying to squeeze the life out of him. Um, uh, deal. Okay, so she needs to make another grapple check in order to do the damage. Which is fine. Um, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Gonna start a squeezing that boy. Yes, sir. That will do it. That will do it. 1d6 plus 7 damage of a squeeze. Isn't love grand? Um, she's not affected by burning blades with this, however. Merch! 
What did I do? Oh, I, I altered his um, thing by accident. Oops. That's fine. It doesn't matter. I have, a, I have the book in front of me. Merch. Keeps going with that club of his. And that will hit. Show me that beautiful 2d4 extra damage. What we got? Six for a total of 20 damage. Merch. Practically. I, no, well, okay. So as Aldern is having his back snapped in half by Aisha's terrifying embrace, his head and most of his upper body reared back. Ah, blasted woman. When I'm done with you, I'll get these goblins. And he sees Merch with a flaming great club just jump up, sm smiling and frothing at the mouth, and he just brings the club down onto Aldern's head, and you hear a crack as Aldern's head snaps back even further, and he goes limp. In uh, Aisha's grasp. She then. Releases him. And he falls to the ground. Limply. And she stands there. For a few moments. Peace. At last. And she. Turns to dust. As her purpose is now complete. And Aisha Foxglove dies as well. Uh, Merch is fatigued for six rounds. Which is fine. Um, remove. Well, let's not remove that quite yet. Um, but yeah. We did it. We fucking did it. Wow. That was, um. That was interesting. Uh, yeah. You see it? <laughs> I got him. That you did much. That you did. Well done. Well done. Well, well, um, cool. Uh, so now what? Do we, like, rest? Um, I need to end his rage. There we go. Uh, well, we could... There's also, you know, 
You didn't exactly get the chance to explore <clears throat> most of this area. So, let's perhaps do that and see if those goblins had... Oh, who am I kidding? They probably didn't have anything on them. Well, if we're going to be exploring, let's start here. Hmm? And so they begin looking around the room, and it's nasty in here. It the room reeks um, of foul combination of like decay, brine, and mold. It contains a rather rickety-looking table that's cluttered with all manners of what appears to be garbage. Empty bottles, bits of clothing, crumpled bits of paper, all in neatly organized rows. There's a painting um, on the... It, it's an odd-looking painting. What, what appears to be on the edges, it might have been a uh, picture of a person, but it's been sort of blacked out and, re and replaced with a picture of several goblins. Um, and it, and it uh, is leaning on the far side of the table, facing a leather chair. The chair... The chair itself is high-backed and has a... The chair's back and cushions are stained with smears of, like, rotten meat and blood. Um, there's a smaller table in the corner heaped with plates and platters of, like, rotten, maggot-infested meat. And to the west, on the western part of the room, the stench gets stronger as the cave's wall seems to be overtaken by just a terrible growth of dark green mold dripping fungus. In the center of the mold, there's a patch of black, almost tumor-like fungus. Uh, which forms what could almost be described as a humanoid outline. Um, and at the feet of this fungoid shape lies pieces of what at one point would have been a exquisite puzzle box about the size of a man's fist, but now shattered and broken. Um, I'll deal with the loot later and tell you guys what they got in, in 
<clears throat> in uh, episode 11. Um, Gretch, they definitely, you know, notice the uh, stuff, but Gretch goes and picks up the pieces of the box while Merch and Zavis sort of pour over uh, Aldern's body, you know, looting him. Um... But as... Gretch gets close to the wall. Didn't notice anything. Um, but she does have to make a will save. Which she, uh, uh, which she does make. She, as she reaches down to collect the pieces of the box, she looks up at the fungus and shakes her head. Uh, it appears that this place is still haunted, but so far down here. Uh, interesting. Yala, take a look at this. What do you... Don't these pieces look familiar? Uh, yeah, they kind of do. Um, not sure what they are exactly, but they definitely, uh, They definitely seem interesting. Uh, Gretch will try and aid with that Arcana check. Uh, as will Zavis as he looks over. Uh, Zavis doesn't really even need to aid. He, he stops rummaging in the pockets and looks up and looks at the boxes. Those, those were that on the ground floor with, with those, um, Stained glass windows. Remember the creatures being pulled into the box? Oh, yeah, yeah. You said that we were dealing with necromancy, the lich, right? Yeah. Well, why? I think that is the box on, on the windows. That was the lich's phylactery. Oh. Um, well, shit. It's busted. That's good. Yes. Very. Very good. Very good. Um, well, thankfully, it appears we won't have to worry about fighting a lich. Merch looks up. Ah, oh, man. Really? Man, I wanted to fight a lich. You don't. 
Well, you know what, Merch? You're just going to have to be disappointed. Life is disappointing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least he had some cool shit on him. Well, let's pass that out afterwards. Let's maybe see if this place needs to be cleaned up anymore. Figure out if there's anything else, and then we'll 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 make a stop. How about this on the way to Sandpoint, and pass out any loot we may have gathered. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that works, I guess. Um, duh, 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 duh. they do. Uh, they will take a peek around the room. Y'all are uh, definitely notices that. Um, there are a few keys. Um, uh, that one of, one of which holds the crest of the fox gloves. What do you think these keys go to? Well... Considering we've unlocked all the doors here, I'm assuming those keys go to somewhere else. Maybe Aldrin had a... I mean, you, you did say he moved somewhere else, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that those keys go to wherever he moved. Yeah. Maybe. Um... There's also a slightly mold-encrusted uh, bell of some sort, which Yaller has to uh, look over with her spellcraft and knowledge arcana. She definitely knows it's magical, but at the moment, she doesn't know what it does. Um... Okay, they have like two more things to do. Uh, let me look up one of these things. 
things real quick. Um, okay. So after pouring over the body uh, for speed purposes, I'll just have them go to areas uh, that they have not been, uh, such as B33, which has, uh, they need to make a, um, man, they need to make a, uh, I'd say like a survival check, yeah, or knowledge of nature, something to, uh, to uh, assess the situation here at B33. Um, let me just make sure, oops, knowledge. Natural hazard. Okay. This is, in fact, a natural hazard. Um. Are you guys really not going to make the DC? No, you're not. They see a room full of noxious-looking mold um oh no wait zombies can use can he use craft alchemy on this no um and I want to say Gretch might have something Um, I'd say she can do a professional herbalist since you do have to deal with certain strains of mold and plants. Uh, she identifies this as yellow mold, and uh, they're all—they're not like in the room, but they're looking into it. Um, and she goes, "Well, don't don't go in there. That's." Rather nasty mold. Um, we would need fire to be rid of it. Huh. Well, I used up all of my um, all of my bombs, but I do have something. Um, he's going to concoct himself a quick, um, potion that, uh, it, it, it looks kind of like reddish in nature. Kind of like, kind of like 
an orange red, and it's in the vial that he's holding. It's smoking, almost, and he drinks it. And as he drinks it, you can see almost like metal being heated his throat, and then his belly sort of begin to radiate a uh, glow. And he <clears throat> stand back. <clears throat> One moment. And he breathes fire um, onto the mold, uh, destroying it as, as he used the fire belly uh, spell, which gives you fire resistance five. Um, and as a standard action, you can breathe a 15 foot cone of flame. Uh, I won't do damage since the, the mold doesn't really have like health it's mold um but every time he uses it as a uh as a breath weapon it reduces the duration of the spell by one minute and it's a minute per level so you got like five minutes of this thing going on um and afterwards after doing that they go to another area and have to fight a um what's known as a scaveling which is a big old nasty bat uh that I need to grab the book for here we are zuba dooby doop um bestiary 2 page 40-something. 42. Okay. Big ol' nasty bat. Large undead bat. Let's whip out that big ol' turn order. Um. Yaller. Rolls 17. Gretch rolls a... 22, even with second. Um, yeah, no, they would still be second. Uh, uh, Merch rolls an 8, but he wouldn't be fatigued anymore. Yeah, because it's a uh, number of rounds. But he will be raging. Zabus. Um, rolls a nine. And the Scaveling rolls. Ooh, what do we got here? Hmm, plus seven. A big, juicy plus seven on that. I should have rolled. Oh, it goes first with the 26. That's fun. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. Big old 26 for the big bat. Okay. Goes first. Um. Is that a cone? Yep. So, it's going to start off with a screech uh, 
which will hit everybody. So they all need to make fortitude saves. Um, this is a sonic effect. Sonic mind affecting, so y'all are willing to have a plus four on this. But doesn't matter, she's fine. Uh, Gretch is not fine. She's stunned for, I will determine that later. Uh, Merch is fine. Zavis uh, is not fine. He's also stunned. Um, so they are stunned for, I'll just roll it up, the maximum of three rounds. Boop, boop, boop. Um, boop, boop, boop. There we go. Okay, Gretsch stunned. Um... Yaller does not like that, uh, and will um, she will cast something. Uh, 15 feet, she's allowed to move up. Have to move up to here. And hit that high note. As she casts Chord of Shards. Um. This big old bat needs to make a reflex save. Six on that. Yep, no bit saves. Cool, cool, cool. Zabas is stunned. Merch is angry. And still second. Um, so he's going to go up and start a swinging. Uh, as he goes up and starts frothing out the mouth, Yaller goes, uh, It's probably undead. Don't bite it. He takes a swing and misses. Um, the scaveling will bite at him uh, and miss. Gretch is still stunned. Yaller will uh, seeing that they're stunned. She will begin word striking. Um, uh, Scaling needs to make a fortitude save. Uh, take half. It fails. So it will take full uh, eight damage. Good, good, good. Wondrous. Some damage is dealt. Merch gonna keep on swinging. And deals nine damage. Good, good. Nine damage. 
Big ol' 25 to hit. The Scaveling. Um, gonna keep biting. Gonna keep on biting. That's a hit on Merch, who has now a 17 AC due to Rage. Um, okay. Sure. This is fun. 2d8 plus 7 damage. Ugh! Ow! 21! Um. Uh. Okay. And Merch has to make a save against disease and paralysis. This is basically a bat version of a fucking ghoul. Um, fun, 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 fun for the whole family. Save against disease? Oh, no. Save against paralysis? Okay. He is afflicted. Gretch is paralyzed. Yaller is still singing. Um, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. D5. Not D5, what? Plus five. Seven damage. Did I roll? Yeah. Yeah, I did the nine damage. Okay. Um, mark off these. Uh, Zabas is still doing that. Merch is going to give himself ten extra hit points with his Sahedron medallion. I shall signify this with the bar that I use for his uh, fatigue. I believe that is a free action to do so once per day, which means he still can melee this bad boy and hit it with a 20 for 9 damage. Doing well, doing well for, uh, you know. For uh, just the two of them. <laughs> shouldn't have said that. You know, hindsight, 2020, shouldn't have said that. Because it's rolled, you know, 28 to hit. Um, 2d8 plus 7, that's big ol' 16. Which erases his uh, temporary hit points. Leaving him with 6 overflow. And he must save against Paralysis. Um, yep. Fortitude save. God damn you. Alright. 1d4 plus 1 rounds of Paralysis. 4 whole rounds of Paralysis. But, on this round, the stun ends. Trade out one guy for another. Okay. Uh, so, Gretch shakes her head. Sees Merch suddenly lock up. Um, and points a finger at... 
of the scaveling. Um, no, wait, does the timer confirm that it is undead? Uh, yeah, it looks undead. Um, well, I mean, it, it, from the look of it, you know, it looks undead, so that wouldn't work. Um, can't really do much. Can't really do much except magic missile. Uh, for four damage. Uh, y'all are, you know, she's just gonna keep doing what she, she's been doing. Uh, it will take half damage from the word strike. Just three damage. Zavis does not have any more of his bombs, but he still has, you know, minutes of uh, fire belly, and fire belly is a d4 if I remember correctly. Yes, sir. Uh, he must make a fortitude save, a reflex save, to take half damage on a three. Um. He's actually not going to stand there. He's going to stand over here. No. He's got to stand there in order to not get uh, merch in it. Reflex save, you say. Oh, cool. Takes three damage. Merch is paralyzed. The scaling will now turn onto... Uh, well, no, it doesn't like merch. And, uh... Hmm. Yep, it's gonna try and kill him first. Um, paralyzed. Paralyzed is not fun. Uh, not fun at all. As you are considered helpless. Which means they can coup de gras. Um. Which is fun. Uh. Okay. So, coup de gras. Uh, here we go. Coup de gras. Uh, automatically hit, automatically crit. So, um, he will, well, let's see what the damage is. 19 damage. Okay. Uh, he survived the damage. Um, 
so it didn't like kill him outright. But uh, does rage end when he's paralyzed? Fall unconscious. Okay. Um. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh. Great. Anyways, um, let's make a fortitude save. <sighs> 10, DC 10, plus the damage dealt. This is why it's a lot easier just to go unconscious when you are when you get a coup de grace, because it's like, oh yeah, you survived the damage, but you can still die. Um, that's a fail. DC was 29. He rolled 22. That is one man slain. Uh, but, thankfully, um, gentle repose from the Uh, from the from the medallion uh, is what I was working on. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So here's the other problem. Uh, the ghoul fever that the scaveling gives you has needs you know a data set in. Um, but as long as they keep the medallion on him, he's under the, the effects of gentle repose. Um, which is a day per level. Um. Uh, and this is cast at level five. Okay. Oh uh, no, preserves the body indefinitely. Okay. Um. Okay. So as long as they, as long as he keeps the medallion on him, he will not come under the effects of. Uh, uh, ghoul fever. Okay. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Okay. <clears throat> Gretch. It's Gretch's turn. Gretch will... 
Jew. Jew I'm, I'm stunned slightly by this development. Um, she will do two damage. Um, Y'all are will keep singing. Uh, plus five on that save. It does not save. So, word strike, deal seven, damage. Um, Zabus will take a step back and chug another potion. Um, Well, uh, no, it's, well, yeah, he's going to eat it. Uh, okay. Uh, actually, he's going to eat the attack. Okay. Um, right. Uh, 22 damage. Needs to make a concentration check. That's merch. I need Zappas. Um, actually, does his alchemy does he need concentration checks when he does that? Oh no, because he he brewed this uh, these up. Um, like beforehand. Yeah, he can create these um, per day. They uh, remain inert if they leave its possession. Um, attack of opportunity. Let me just check attack of opportunity real quick. <clears throat> Broking an attack of opportunity. It should say whether or not it provokes. Drinking these. Using these. La 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 la. Oh man, that's a lot of words to sift through.
see here. Potions, 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 potions. Zuba, zuba, zuba. Uh, using a potion provokes an attack of opportunity. Okay, these functions like potions. So, he's not gonna have to make a save to effectively use it, but he does take 22 points of damage. Um, and we'll have to make saves later. Uh, I'd say later, like after this is cast. Um, fire burbles up in his belly further and he will use the first round of fire breath which is 46 of fire damage in a cone killing the scaveling instantly with 21 points of damage um, and he himself must make two fortitude saves um, against disease and paralysis, which he's fine. Um, okay, shit. Merch is dead. Yeah, I can see that. Um, shit. Okay, uh, um, gather all the goods. Uh, identify them on the way. Where? What? What are we doing? Where are we going? Um. Well, if I had to guess, Sandpoint doesn't have what we need to. Um. Bring him back. And I was thinking if we were going to cleanse this place, holy water will not just do it. What are you saying? It's going to be difficult, but we will have to travel to Magnamar. We're going to go back to Sandpoint or um, we're going to have to go back to Sandpoint. To inform them of what happened and then we need to go to Magnamar in order to revive merch and that's going to cost a lot of money and sell things if we have to um, Yeah, that's a perfectly fine idea. That's perfectly fine. Uh, um, he did get bitten by that thing, though. What do you mean? He got, he got bit by whatever the fuck that is. Um... Well, if I had to guess, that thing is just like every other fucking thing down here. In which case, it probably gives off the same affliction 
that uh, it w that any of the other ghouls would, would give. Okay. We're going to have to keep an eye on him to make sure that he does not come back. But either way, we know what we have to do now. Great, more things that I don't like doing. Shut up, shut up. Zabis, I... One of our, he's been with us through this entire thing. Okay. He's been with us through this entire thing. We're we're, we're reviving him, and we're we're going to Magnamar. I'll do the talking, and we'll hopefully not end up dead. Okay. I'm I'm not saying that I'm against it. I'm just saying I'm not a fan of it. Okay. Come on, let's get everything, shove shit into your fucking bag of holding. Let's go. I'm very injured um, as well, so I will be doing this. Um, administering uh, just one cure, cure moderate. Oops, I took them all off. Um, okay, so. Uh, let's see here. What are you doing? The cow's doing something. Uh, so it takes him a few days to get back to Sandpoint. And during that time, nothing really happens. Um, or during, on the way there, nothing really happens. But they do meet up with the sheriff, who's just like, uh-huh. Well, um, good, good job. Uh, thank you for doing that um you said you were going to go back there yeah uh we gotta make a trip to magnamar first though um because our friend's dead one of you died yeah merch you know the one with the skull on his head ah uh okay gotta go to magnamar Get him revived. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, very good idea. Um, what about the mansion? We were going to also pick up some supplies, maybe a scroll or something, and go back there once he is resuscitated and 
cleanse the area. Um, and then after that, we did find some keys to a house. Found keys. Yes. But they do not go to any of the doors at the mansion. Uh, okay. Alright. Um, the foxgloves did have a place in Magnamar. If you wanted to go there, uh, So yeah, could probably check that out. Yes, we'll probably be doing that. Um, we need to get going. Right, right, don't let me keep you. And they meet Zabas out with the body. Um, and Zabas has been like going through the stuff, you know, identifying it. And he's holding a note. Gee, Zab, what, uh, what you got? There, bud. I found this. It was with Aldern's things. Um. <sighs> we may... I know that you had plans of going to Magnamar and then coming back to deal with the uh, with that with the manor but well, now we have to decide on whether we do that or we stick around after Merch is back from the dead why, why is that well, there's bigger problems in Magnamar and he shows them the note and the note reads Alden you have served us quite well. The delivery you harvested from the caverns far exceeds what I had hoped for. You may consider your debt to the brothers paid in full. Yet I ha still have need of you, and when you awaken from your death, you should find your mind clear and able to understand this task more than in the state you lie in as I write this. You shall remember the workings of the Sahidron ritual, I trust. You seemed quite lucid at the time, but if you find after your rebirth that you have forgotten, return to your townhouse in Magnamar. My agents shall contact you there soon. No need for you to bother with the brothers further. I will provide the list of proper victims for the Sahidron ritual in two days' time. Commit that list to memory and then destroy it before you begin your work. The ones I have selected must be marked before they die. Otherwise, they do my master no good and the greed in their souls will go to waste. 
If others get in your way, though, you may do with them as you please. Eat them, savage them, or turn them into pawns. It matters not to me. Signed, Zanesha, Mistress of the Seven. Well, fuck. And that's where we're going to end uh, episode 10. Um, in order to get... Uh, in order to get everyone leveled up, I will have them come back and cleanse Foxglove Manor of its foul taint. And that will get everyone all leveled appropriately. Um, yeah, uh, they, uh, it'll take a bit to get to, uh, to do everything, but the next part isn't necessarily like timed or anything so they can you know easily take care of whatever they need to take care of first um just looking right now at the uh, NPCs in Sandpoint just to make sure that no one in town has the ability to Raise the good friend merch. Which it doesn't look like anyone has that ability at the moment. Uh, yeah, nah. Everyone's relatively low level and not a lot of people have <clears throat> have class levels. There's, like, one person who might be able to do it, but, eh, then again, probably not, you know. Only level 3 Druid, level 4 Sorcerer, Mystic Theurge, 1, and I know that Ray's Dead is, like, outside of the purview of, uh, Druid magic. We need a Cleric in order to do that. Uh, and the... And the highest level cleric is, of course, Father Xantus, who's only a level 4 cleric. So, yeah. Unfortunate. But anyways. I have a bit of work ahead of myself. Leveling up everyone healing merch because here's the thing with raised dead um the spell subject of the spell takes two negative levels permanent negative levels when raised the only way to get rid of those is uh restoration um a res restoration spell um moves one negative level per Negative level per cast, so I also have to figure out how much money uh, 
you know, figure out what stuff goes to who and uh, how much money this whole thing is going to cost everybody. And as well, um, make the loot list, which uh, the, the loot list itself isn't really, like, expansive. All the loot is really uh, in the caverns. Um, but I, I, I can tell you, uh, since the end of the episode, I can tell you what there is. Um, so there's the Hungry Decapitant, which is just a doorbell, basically. Um, but kind of ugly. Uh, let me, let me just make sure. Go back to the start. Uh, yep, the Decapitant, which is worth 500. They're not gonna really keep that. Since it's really just a magical noisemaker. Um... The scarf, which is worth a hundred and does and is a very nice scarf. Um, the uh, gallery, really, the area that uh, was across from where Aisha was in the attic had a um, worth art worth six hundred gold. Known as the Thrown Down in Swine Town, uh, depicts a uh, a bullfighter uh, with a, a huge auroch towering over him, um, and each of its horns are about like the length of a spear. And there's like dozens of bodies in the street, um, and the, just this one guy, you know, is standing his ground against this giant bull. Um, that's worth 600 gold. Uh, there's the 20 platinum they found in the secret, secret cubby. Um, there was also like some doses of pesh, but those, those have been there for a while, so they're useless. Just dust. Um, the scrolls that they found are a scroll of lightning bolt and a scroll of keen edge. But, you know, they weren't able to identify them since, you know, at the time they were, uh, in a rush. Um, in, in the kitchen, uh, where they fought the rat swarms, there is, um, a very nice dinner set with exceptionally large silver, uh, an exceptionally large silver salver, I don't know what a Salver is. Let me look that up. Salver. Salver. It is a flat, heavy tray of silver. Um, used for carrying or serving glasses, cups, and dishes on the table. So, nice drink-serving tray. And a dozen crystal decanters. Uh, the set is worth a thousand gold. Um, there's some, uh, with a perception check, uh, they also find, you know, three small violet, I'm just hand-waving at this point, since, you know, they're taking their time to comb over the place. Um, 
three small violet violet garnets worth a hundred gold each. Uh, in the wine cellar, there are uh, eight fine uh, hidden behind uh, some stuff is eight fine vintages of wine wine from the famed Vigardis Vineyard in Chileix, which is like way to the north of where this all takes place. Or er, north east, I want to say. Um, each bottle is worth a hundred gold. Uh, um, let's see here. Where the scaveling was are three people that have been eaten um uh but one of them is still like recognizable um this man was once the notorious one-armed bandit uh chaz redshiv bilger uh and his head's gonna be brought along as proof of his demise, uh, worth 500 gold in Magnamar. Uh, outside of that, his surviving gear uh, consists of a pearl ring worth 300 gold, an animantine longsword, a hat of disguise, um, which y'all or may use to look like a gnome or a halfling if she ch so chooses. Uh, it will be hard to explain why she has goblins with her, but, you know, that's a thing that she can do. And there's also 56 gold on his body. Um, where the mold was, uh, there is a plus one heavy pick. The ghouls have nothing on them. Aisha doesn't have anything on her. Um, the bell that was found was a chime of opening. With only five charges, though. Very useful to get through locked doors without having to make a uh, check. And Eldern himself <clears throat> has uh, a suit of plus one leather armor, his plus one war razor, a ring of jumping, a ring of protection plus one, a stalker's mask, which is a very ugly thing. It's basically a mask made out of leather. Um, and skin, uh, and you can, uh, equip it. I, I remember looking this up and being f horrified and fascinated by it. That's the only reason I know what it does off the top of my head, but you, you can wear it. And it does disguise self, um, on you, and you can look like anybody. Um, I think it's also in the back of the book. Let me check. Hey, so... Uh, I realized that the recording suddenly ended uh, as I was explaining what the Stalker's Mask does. Basically, you assume the face of someone within 60 feet as a full round action. And you can... You get a plus 10 on, on Disguise to disguise yourself as them. Um, and a plus 2 on Weapon and Damage rolls uh, against them. Uh, which would have been 
nasty if the original party had survived because then there's this whole thing where it's like you know he goes after the focus of his obsession and and so on and so forth that that kind of encompassed the whole goblin party and Aisha was there so it, there was no real time to do that um let's see the rest of Aldern's stuff uh let me just make sure there's no other treasure um no okay the rest of his stuff which they're probably not gonna take but he's got his outfit um and a cameo that had a picture of a cameo is basically like a necklace you know those necklaces you see where they open it and it's got a picture of a person that's what a cameo is um and it had a picture of uh elsana in it uh, because of course uh aldern was obsessed with her um as per you know stuff in the book but um yeah so i gotta anyways that's pretty much all i wanted to say um i'll tie this into you know I'll, I'll tack this on to the end of the episode um but we're going to start episode 11 in magnamar after the level up has, has happened and it's gonna be cool i'm gonna You know, I'll I'll probably work on the level up tomorrow. I got a week. But anyways. Until next episode. As always, I'm for, I'm your forever DM. And I'll see you next time. Hey there. Looks like you made it to the end of the episode. Make sure to check out the next episode to get the rest of the story. And if you feel like actually watching this stuff without interruptions, check out my YouTube channel. YouTube at Excelmat or nope, that's not right. <laughs> I'm thinking Twitter. Uh, just follow the link. You'll find it. Anyways, see you in the next episode.